Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. Okay, let me, I'm turning down my music a little bit. No problem. Thank you for your patience. Sorry for the little delay. Oh, don't be sorry. It's okay. You know, you never really know how they go. And so the time just always gets away sometimes. But anyway, how hey. are you? I'm okay. How are you? Good. Thank you for your trust in this experience. Have you done this before? Mm -mm. No, never. Um, so uh, my job is to give you what I see and feel and just to let you know uh, whatever messages will come through. Um, and then um, it is being recorded so you can have it. Um, some things before I kind of dive in and figure whatever out. Um, whenever I connect to, to people's loved ones and in energies, um, they sometimes will show me things that I don't understand. So I will ask you, how do you understand or how do you connect to this? And then whatever that is. And if you don't know right away, that's okay. Oftentimes they'll come through with things that you may least expect or just didn't think anything about until later. And so that's why I record it. Um, the way the communication works is not of this world. So it's a very different process than any kind of other conversation. And so for me to be able to tap in, to be able to understand the information in the best of my knowing, you'll get the best out of this experience if you receive it in the concept of why are the angels talking to him about that if it's something you don't resonate right away with? Because sometimes they'll have me, they'll show me things. Um, uh, they'll talk about emotions. They'll talk about um, maybe uh, younger self will come through, inner child stuff will come through, um, validations, you know, will come through as far as things that maybe we kept or dates, months, numbers will come through. Um, all of that kind of stuff will come through. And my job is to just give you my best way of interpreting what I'm seeing. And then um, we just kind of go from there. The intention is for healing. Okay. So I talk to people all day long and what comes through is information that needs to be talked about in order for us to grow and to heal. And so oftentimes um, that's what will come through always actually. Um, and so oftentimes we'll get connections from all sorts so that you're saying, so okay, they're like, you're okay, it's happening. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. What'd you say? It's like, it's like, it's happening because they're showing me that you're open to anything and everything you need to hear today. You've called onto the angels that you sh you would like to hear from, but it's like you're open to receiving whatever comes. And so um, it's like this concept of allowing yourself to be free um, from oppression of spirituality. Interesting. Um, so that's going to speak to me on a couple different things. Um, yeah. So this is your grandmother coming forward. Was she faith-based? Like, did she, she, it's okay to say no if she's not, because I'm- I don't think so, not. Because um, I, so mom's mom was coming forward, but then something else was coming forward. Somebody else was coming forward that was showing me kind of more faith-based. Did you grow up in church? Yeah, oh, on my own terms, yeah. Okay, so you put yourself through religion. Yeah. Um, that's why you're oppressed through your spirituality. It's yeah. because you believe in. Yeah. And so your angels are already coming forward and talking to me about the way that you have conviction surrounding what you want to believe in, because advocating for pain isn't something you signed up for. And you're realizing religion is doing that. Yeah. Yeah. 
So we're going to take that conviction belt and throw that shit in the trash because. <laughs> yes, <laughs> please do. <laughs> what you're here to do is to teach people love and compassion and show people what empathy truly looks like. And it's unfortunate with a soul like yours because you are so open and receptive to people's pain that you're the empathic human that wants to receive their pain so people don't go through it. Um, is your grandmother also passed on the other side? Yeah. Were you closer to her? Or we, uh, sort of, yeah. That doesn't work, such a weird term. But are both your grandparents also passed? Like grandpas? Yeah. Because okay, there, there's just... Did you have a weird relationship with your mom? Yeah. Is she still alive? Yes. Because they're talking to me about your mom. They're talking to me about you and your mom. They're talking to me that you've had to put boundaries up and communication barriers or something about not receiving certain things from her because she's not understanding you in the way that you need. So are there four of you guys? Did your mom and dad have four kids? Um, Three that grew up together. We found that we have a a fourth recently yeah they've never met him what yeah yeah found out about him a couple of years ago my sister who sees you she knows him she's met him mom dad and then they had four kids yeah my dad has four my mom uh, yeah if you're finding out of a fourth sibling mm -hmm. yeah is it a brother it is a brother yeah but they're just like She's learning so much about her family and she's learning so much about intentions and she's learning so much about how she was mishandled and she's learning so much about the disrespect her emotions had growing up because all of a sudden she's having to prove to herself that she is capable of loving herself and, and healing herself and going through all these movements where she's realizing people are just truly incapable of giving her the love she needs. So there's just a lot of shifting and it's yeah. painful painful it's painful it's going to hurt uh because the sensations are taking you out of the oppression okay where you felt even betrayed uh by god yeah okay we're gonna take a breath because i just literally walked down a very vulnerable path a passageway of your soul that is private because you don't talk about this it's so nice to talk to someone else that's going through the, the spiritual battle let me give you a little bit of an inside scoop on my life um, my background is mission work in church. Um, I was a nine-year-old in, in New York, mission work, talking to homeless people. I was literally doing God's work. And now I'm still doing God's work. Yeah. And what this is about is understanding the God you were taught to believe in doesn't actually exist. Yeah. <laughs> Figured that out. <laughs> so this incredible ability of removing that form of God out of the narcissist category of the men that you put in um, is going to allow you to release your fear of trusting God again. Yeah. And the surrendering though, is gonna look a lot different because it looks like trust. Whereas the last time you've trusted people, they have failed you. And so we just need to view trust as surrender. So if you could just learn to surrender to spirit and lean in to spirit, that will help you change what it means to trust spirit there. Yeah. Did you separate? For, are you married? Um, I'm divorced. Do you have two kids? I have three. Do you have two of the same gender? Do you have two boys? 
Two girls. Okay. Did do you know if his parents? Well, of course you would know. Did his parents separate divorce? They did. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So when you called on to this session and you brought in your souls for the reading, did you call into your grandparents? My grandmothers, yeah. Because that's what's happening. I keep asking them, what's her intention of who needs to come through? And it's just the grandparents coming. It's just the grandparents right here. Um, you stand out from your family, um, your grandmas. Were you, were you there for one of them when they died? Yes, it, she was in hospice at our home. Because that's, so was she incoherent when you told her it was okay to go? Like you said, it was okay to go and she was incoherent? Or was yeah. She, uh, she wasn't able to speak back to you freely. Is that right? Right. Because they grabbed, she grabbed my arm. And so anytime they grab my arm, it is to acknowledge that we were present and that we acknowledged um, her soul um, to, to be released. Uh, did someone have a... Uh, Stomach cancer, liver cancer, kidney. It's like all at the bottom of my stomach. Um, I think one of my grandpas did. I didn't ever get to meet them though. Okay, so like liver though, do you know if it was liver? I think it was colon. Um, did we keep the grandma's ring? <laughs> yeah, I did. So your husband your ex-husband, is he he she shows me, he tells me she shows me that he's like this charming man, this like attractive dude. And that's <laughs> this weird bazaar your grandmother is saying to me she goes she feels so uh bamboozled uh from who you believed you married that yeah that's my that's got to be my maternal grandmother she <laughs> she hit when she was in the hospital she hit on him a few times so yeah it's gotta be her she's telling me he's charming <laughs> He would think, yeah, if you met him, you would love him. <laughs> so she wants to talk to your heart about this relationship. She wants to talk to you about really what's happening because she says, now that I'm in spirit, now that I'm an angel for you, I can be your voice of reason. Mm -hmm. She's talking to me about you were led here to create a family with him for him not to miss his mark. That's why you feel the need to have been tethered to him and to give him tolerance and patience and grace. And the reason why it was very hard for you is because you guys made an agreement in your spiritual agreement to say, hey, dude, we're going to create this family and we're going to vibe this out, but you can't be a jackass about it. You can't be a dick about my emotions. And that's going to be the test. When you have zero empathy is when I'm going to kick your ass out. And when you realized he had zero empathy, you kicked his ass out. Yeah. Yeah. When he realized he is not willing to change or to move into a different form of caring to make the appropriate decisions and moves to love you in the way you deserve and the children. Mm -hmm. um, grandma says she's just tired of walking on thin uh, or uh, eggshells. Yeah. Um, and so the thing is, she goes, I see now how different it was on the inside of your home versus how it was outside the home. Yeah. Yeah. I am so sorry that nobody understood you and you had no safe place of really expressing yourself and you looked crazy. Everyone yeah. thought you were. Yeah. And so she's literally saying to you, honey, it is time. Did you just get the goosebumps? Yeah. <laughs> right now. She's going through, I got the goosebumps. That's how I know you got the goosebumps. So she is helping you 
heal your broken heart because you needed to be confirmed today that you made the best and only right move. This was the right move. No more doubting, no more insecurities, no more wishing, no more looking back, whatever, whatever this is, you're going to move forward with healing yourself because you were dampened and you were ruined in this relationship, but you thought you had to stay strong and cool and push through. And you did not want to be a repeat of anybody else in your family. Therefore, you made the hard move. You yeah. are the generational pivot. And so we are celebrating this. Yeah. He also says that you take great pride in your motherhood. And that's what stems you with conviction of thinking you needed the family for the children. Because in the Bible, or you know, it's like we, yeah. we need the family orbit to have a healthy spiritual family. Yeah. You do not need to be married, she says. You do not need to have a man that is a part of your trauma and a pain and abuse. You do not need a father figure for those kids that will not measure up in the way that they need. They are sensitive children. They need a kind heart. Yeah. They need to feel safe to be able to talk. And your son, you're dealing with some tendencies that we are not lacking. Is that right with your son? What do you mean? Is he like a sweet boy, but then sometimes he turns on that sweetness and then he has tendencies of being like your ex-husband? Yeah, he gets a little bit, yeah. He wants to be a lot like him, unfortunately. So spiritually, we're going to release any kind of fear or doubt that you've made any wrong moves in your life. And you're going to release the connection of that man. I know though he's presented um, all the time in your orbit, I think. I mean, I don't know if you're texting him before, you know, he's there. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> You need to be confirmed and affirmed that you haven't made mistakes. Yeah. And you have to believe in that. This isn't just me bullshitting on that. You have to say to yourself, I have no regrets. I gave it what I could. I, I could not give it more time. You wanted to help him. You wanted to heal him. You wanted to take responsibility. And then he reacted and, and made you feel like it was your fault whenever you felt a certain way. So now what you have to be aware of though is, he is fueling the children at times. So we have to disarm the ego that he's birthing. Yeah. Yeah. So we just talk. <laughs> Are you like freaking out on the inside? <laughs> yeah, a little. Because <laughs> that's, I, that's what I, is on my mind all the time. It's just, I don't know. I'm thinking that if I can do enough, then it's going to undo whatever he's doing. You know, if I give them a safe place, then you know, let them just lose their mind here, then at least, you know, they have one safe place to go to. And so. So let's, let's, that is a beautiful statement. And that's a beautiful reasoning because it is true. However, what they're lacking there is guidance. So if you could derail what they feel necessary to do by saying, Hey, you can be angry and you can be sad, but you cannot cause pain while you are processing. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to literally talk to your children and, and I'm doing this with my four kids. I'm having to really like, nope, wrong. You're not going to act like that. Let me teach you how you should. Let me, yeah. let's say better format of getting you to the next level of feeling hurt. The only reason why your children are reacting out is because they don't feel heard. And so then what you, here's some tips from your grandma, from your angels. If you can find out from the person who doesn't like who, you know, the person that we want to say, you know better. Um, we have to find out then if they know, if they knew better, then why did they choose to do what they did? It's because when they follow the rules, they don't get listened to. Yeah. 
Okay. So what happens then is you say, what do you need that's not being that What do you need that's not happening? And then what do you need to say that you're unable to say? Yeah. And start to tap into their needs instead of disciplining. We just say, well, let me show you what it means when you need to express that emotion. Yeah. Have to teach them what you weren't taught, which is emotional support. Yeah. So you have to then do the diligence of learning what that looks like, right? Which you are, you're a great mom. They're showing me that you're a great mom, you're fulfilling, but you second guess everything and that you have so much parent guilt anytime you do anything for yourself or self-value. I mean, it's just this classic discombobulated autopilot sensation that you need to grip, get a grip of your happiness because you're the only one that can control it. Otherwise you will turn into your own narcissist. I know, yeah, I know. I definitely do. I dissociate whenever I get, I get so triggered whenever they are going crazy. So I just back away, you know, so. So let me tell you why partially I believe you're getting triggered is because growing up, I feel like you had to be the rule follower so you wouldn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. And so what you weren't free to do was to break the rules. And so when your children are acting out, they're breaking the rules. Mm -hmm. and what you don't want to give them is what you hated the most, which is this overly structured, like you have to do it this way kind of sensation. And so you're running away from your worst part of your childhood. And so yeah. what you do is to say, no, I was taught what it felt like to be on the other side of that. And I didn't like that. So then I have to remeasure what that means and say, guys, we can have fun all day long and we can do this and this and that, but here are the rules and you have to listen. Otherwise you don't get the right or the freedom to do you want to do. And so yeah. that is where I believe you're sitting. I think you're sitting in this beautiful orchestrated ability of knowing that you have the control of taking over these children and you are the only one capable, but guess what? You are the only one to, to be taught that you weren't deserving of knowing what to do. You're the only one who was oppressed in recognizing your abilities. Yeah, I think I'm very always nervous about how their father is going to react because I'm just always in the wrong, you know, so that's a big part of it. So that's exactly what I said. You've been taught that you were wrong. You were taught that you don't have a right. And so once you realize of your strength and your empowerment towards someone that's truly a coward, because that's what all little boys are anyway, we're all just going to realize that you have more magnitude and more of a vibrational attraction of getting what you want than he will ever. He looks more materialistic. That's why he looks more successful, but you have angels on your side. Yeah. And you need to believe it. You don't believe that. You do not believe that you have angels on your side and you need to talk to yourself on that because you believe that I do. You believe yeah. that I'm capable, but you do not believe that you are worthy of having your own angels around you always. So you need start believing in that because that's what's going to stop the stagnant that's what's going to stop the crossroads that's what's going to stop the doubt that's what's going to stop the fear everything is going to be in its tracks and guess who's feeling all of that your ex tarantula and so from that tarantula's point of view you looked better in the web you looked better in like doing nothing yeah and show up, rise up, be the phoenix that you are and set his house on fire by being you. Because the phoenix, you can't burn down the phoenix. Yeah. You're the, you need to know you're the 
Phoenix. And that's why you say to yourself, I know something bigger is coming. I know something bigger is coming. I know I'm holding on for something. There's a sensation of coming through you, of rising above what you thought you could never do. Yeah. Which is to say, no, motherfucker, you're not going to do that. I'm doing my thing. Back the up, homie. Yeah. You need to adapt that energy because guess what? He holds no power over you. The only power that you give him is the kind you give him. Yeah, I know. Tell me, tell me about it. <laughs> it's just got to practice. That's all. Okay. Yeah. It's not preaching. We're bringing you into your awareness because people like you that are gifted and is there a Dina or a Deborah? Deanna. Deanna? Who is that? Uh, it's a friend of mine. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's alive. Isn't that funny to have a conversation with someone and like, she's still alive? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's different than what I'm used to, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay so this is your best friend is that what you said it's i mean we kind of fell off for a while so you so so did you fall off after the divorce before my ex didn't like any of my friends so interesting that we're pulling they're pulling out a name that is connected to the oppression that he caused you where you're in the in-between of knowing who you are versus who you forgot you were because there's going to be people that probably are irritated by you there's yeah. going to be who um believe that you believed more in this man but really you just got tricked yeah so if you find it in your heart to just even acknowledge some of that if you feel like you kind of drop the ball on any kind of those relationships it would be encouraged for you to just take accountability of that and just say hey i cannot believe i allowed myself to get caught up in a spider web with that person and i'm sure along the way i created some sort of pain on you where i didn't i trusted him more than you and i just want to let you know i'm so sorry you know it's like that's all that can be for anybody and anywhere you feel like you put pain on without knowing and that's that's going to be that's your conscience. That's going to be how you can come out of your spider web. Did she not really like him though? No. So that's why this accountability is needing to be had because I do believe she's tried to warn you or that there was things that were said to you. And yeah. so here's the deal. You have to go back around and you have to say, I missed my mark and you were the mark. And so now you're going to let go of the fear of angels and God, because that was your angel. These are your angels. You get these earth side angels that are like, listen to me, you know, and it's like, well, I'm living my life. I'm on cloud nine. I'm in denial. And so what this means is that we shift through the hazy skies of clarity. And then all of a sudden we land and we're just like, oh my God, what the hell was that about? Yeah that's what they're showing me that what you went through it's just like uh, and so, uh, <laughs> um okay so is there a herb or a henry h-e um herald herald i don't know what this is harold that's my ex-husband's grandpa is he in spirit he's alive still his wife passed oh that's probably was that connected to what I was kind of coming through this, the in-laws that mm -hmm. that's 
Yeah. So the one that, so your ex has a grandma in spirit and her husband is Harold. Yeah. So what's crazy is I wrote all these names down and then I have, I underlined Harold and your yeah. is the name. Isn't that funny? That's great. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you connect to Georgia or does someone connect to Georgia? Or is there a Georgine or George, George? Um, I don't know. It's Georgia is coming through. So I don't know if that's this. Um, my mom has a brother named George. I don't. Okay. And that's what's, that is what's underlined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he's alive too? I think so. I'm not sure actually. Was your grandmother alive? for one of your births for your kids? Mm -mm. None of them? Mm -mm. Okay. Um, so she's just trying to acknowledge the presence of being around your children while they were born. Um, um, because I saw that she wasn't alive during at least two of them. Um, so I wasn't sure if the other one, but did you name any of them after her? Um, yeah, my middle child, the only one my husband, ex-husband let me name her was the middle name so Anne. so and are there twins anywhere I think that my paternal grandma had a twin or something like that and they passed away or something like that so I saw a little frog does someone like frogs or does anyone want a frog or uh, like a little reptile or did you like frogs when you were younger or Used to work at a zoo. <laughs> uh, interesting. Well, frog, though. Do you have um, saw a tattoo? Mm -hmm. Oh, do you have a dog in spirit? Yeah. Do you think about getting that? Did you get the paw print? Did you get a paw print for this dog or anything imprinted and cremated? No, I didn't. No. My uh, old drummer, I was around when his dog passed away and he got like the ash tattoo. It, yeah. Carnation in the tattoo. Yeah. Isn't that it, cool? it was a dog cremation tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. That was an interesting time in my life, but yeah, he, I was there when his dog passed away, but. So you are someone that will feel energies of other people's energies mm -hmm. it's beyond the empathic ability that you believe to be true it will be more than that like a drummer's dog coming through right it's like where's the significance well you're tethered to to souls you're tethered to anybody that you come in contact with mm -hmm. and you have empathy for so much and you cry on behalf of a lot of people when you know, when you hear someone goes through a tragedy, I think you cry on their behalf. Yeah. So not everyone does that. That is not a normal thing. So you have to know that you're special and you're different. Therefore, you have to protect yourself differently than people. Yeah. So um, wearing these kinds of rings and these kinds of stones and these bracelets and stuff, let me explain to you kind of why that's relevant to do because entities will jump on you to fuel tendencies. And when you have protection on you, 
um, it kind of, it, it will repel that. It will repel the energy. So it's like, oh, we can't jump on them because they are aware of us that it's almost like a sign too to them that like, don't fuck with me because mm-hmm. with that, it's just acknowledging like, I'm aware that you exist. That's why I'm wearing what I'm wearing is I can fight the fight. And yeah. then go through life without believing in their energies will turn into the narcissist, AKA your ex-husband. He would yeah. never mediumship. He would never believe that this was real. He would never think that all of this witchy woohoo stuff was was real. He doesn't even believe in emotions or energy. So like nothing makes sense to him and nothing will because it will require him 15 years from the point of accountability to change. So stop thinking he will change, which I know you know that, but also just we're going to forget. We're going to view him as the villain in your story that he deserves to be treated like. And you need to raise up to the power of stop being Rapunzel, right? Like you're being Rapunzel with your hair down. It's like magic and singing. And it's like, you look beautiful. You know, you just need like this person to rescue you. Well, fuck off with that bullshit because you literally are the person that's going to cut your hair and jump out with wings because you were taught that your hair is the only thing that's beautiful or the hair is very significant. Your hair is very significant to you. Mm -hmm. And so you have to know that there is a significance with the Rapunzel character to the walk of life you have and why you can't find courage to get the heck out of that top tower. Because if you are there still with the way he's treating you, it doesn't matter if you moved out when he's in the castle, you're still in the tower. Yeah. Yeah. So so you have to find the courage to do the things that will get you out of the way of harm as far as your emotions. So unplug, untether, stop giving a care, stop texting him right away or later. It's like, we're not gonna be nice. We're not gonna show empathy anymore. You need to follow through with your frustration and your anger with him because you haven't even done that yet. You haven't even released your anger with him yet because you don't feel like he will receive it because he doesn't need to receive it. You need to get it out of you so you can actually treat him in the way he deserves. And you're gonna know why it's important that they catch on because he's gonna burn people. He's burning people now. And then eventually you're going to be like, told you, told you, told you. And then you know what's going to happen? You're going to say things like, could you imagine being in my position 10 years ago? Like, it's because it's going to come out later. Things are going to come out and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, you were right. You're in the friend zone of yourself. You're learning about yourself. You're finding who you are. You're finding what you don't like because every opinion that you had was associated to how it would make him feel, the kids feel, your parents feel, everyone around you feel. And they're talking to me about how you're pivoting out of uh, reconciling your purpose and being here because, because what you're choosing to do isn't giving you what you want. So change out of that mind of thinking, right? It's not selfish to do something for yourself. It's not selfish to take yourself out to dinner by yourself or to go to a movie by yourself. It's like, go date you, go yeah. to yourself with, and go read a book or go sit by water or go you know, sit by a tree or go take a walk, just love you. Learn to be the only one capable of loving you the most right now. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you will become your biggest advocator. Yeah, I just decided to do that. I actually broke off of a relationship that, you know, so I could date myself. That was exactly what I... <laughs> but that's where you're sitting. And that's where you're like, so then you need to know that you're doing the exact moves, that, that everything is happening in the way that you need to be happening. And your energies are just presenting themselves accurately to where you're at. And nothing is being derailed. 
you're doing what you should be. So can you stop thinking otherwise whenever you choose to think otherwise? Because yeah. um, there's times that you beat yourself up. I think in your mind, there's this battle here, evolvement always. And so it's just because you were learned. It's almost like chaos needs to be around in order for you to belong. And, yeah. that. and that's what you're learning. You're learning. It's like, do you ever do oils, essential oils? Or, um, I haven't, no. So they're showing me essential oils for you. So maybe this will help with your um, uh, energies around you. Do you have the good sense of smell? Maybe. I don't know. No cigarette smoke at times or like perfume at times, like out of nowhere? Kind of, yeah. Like start being more aware. So what? So how you're reacting and what you're describing to me is I haven't really paid attention. I haven't paid it close to, you said that with the numbers, you're saying that with the smell, you're saying that with the oracle signs that they're giving you, which will go back to my belief that I know you believe in, you don't hold credibility of having angels around you. Because if you did, you would say, thank you for letting me smell smoke. Thank you for letting me smell perfume. Thank you for letting me see 1111. Thank you for waking me up at 3 a.m. Because clearly that means that you have to tell me something or show me something or remind me of something. And so this perspective change has to evolve in order for you to feel fulfilled and at peace and calm. Otherwise, you're going to continue to chase your tail looking for answers that don't exist in an area that doesn't need to exist. So yeah. you've cured realities. Yeah. Cool. So... Uh, <laughs> So just pivot out of just what you believe to be true and then just focus on your current reality, which is that you're a strong woman and that you are making, you are capable of making big moves. The fact that you got out of this last relationship tells me that you've learned your lessons. Yeah. Fair? Yeah, fair. So we're going to just trust that because that's a big deal. Um, was he into sport? Was someone into baseball or football or like these sports? my ex the one that i just broke up with okay so yeah. it's almost like his time was more measured by those things like was he super focused on those yeah. oh yeah so that is to validate that you are on the right track and everything that's being said and everything you're doing um is to is to find solitude in your life mm-hmm. do you have a child under 10 they're all under 10 <laughs> okay because they keep putting me under 10 crazy <laughs> that's why everyone looked at you like you were crazy for leaving your husband because you must have left when you you had babies i did yeah was the youngest a year when you left him yeah one year so this is gonna just talk to your sanity of knowing you did this for the children it's that you didn't wait until you were uh like in your 50s to do this yeah I talked to a lot of people that are very unhappy and um, how are you going to turn 30? Um, next year. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to be 30 next year because it's so funny. They took me down to the fifties and then they stopped and then they shut. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so your timeline collapsing in an essence where you're providing your children more opportunity later in life with this pivot of change now. So I think that's gonna talk to your parent guilt. Yeah. Because you're setting them up for a much better future by collapsing the time that they learn lessons. It's gonna feel very quick for them and whiplash. It's gonna feel like whiplash, but trust that I see that they have great abundance coming their way 
later. They have careers, they have so much good stuff, but we, right now we're just making sure that we're evolving in the, the appropriate way. But guess what? This is the time period where you have to find yourself in order to achieve where you're going. So the guilt, the parent guilt that says you don't deserve to find yourself will run in the way of the longevity of this entire plan. So this is, this is the first thing you have to focus on yeah. and the fear of your kids because your grandma says I'm with them. My, your grandma says I'm with your children. I am watching over the children and I'm keeping them safe. I'm keeping them secure. And, and it's, she's funny. Which one? <laughs> the grandma that hit on your ex, is that yeah. the one? So she's like touching his butt. <laughs> yeah. That's um, funny. I just find that funny. Like she's like, oh. like <laughs> <laughs> she is, she's hilarious. She, uh, I don't even actually know how she died, I guess. Cause she had a lot of issues, but. Did we keep her recipes? Um, my paternal grandmother, I kept some of her recipes. Did we keep a green bowl? You know, like those old lime green bowls that have like, the. It's, I'm seeing the lime green bowl and it's white on the inside. Um, uh, I think my parents have one that's kind of like that, yeah. It's just interesting, right? Like keeping up the dishes or keeping up the platters. Is there a brooch? Does someone have a brooch somewhere or like the thing that you put yeah. right here? Yeah, I have one. Yeah. <laughs> and the doilies, do you have doilies of hers or does someone have their doilies? I don't know. I have a bunch of her random jewelry of hers. She had a lot. Is the doilies like the cowboy things? Uh, yeah, the white things that like are made out of string and that like they sit under lamps or they sit on intake. They're very old things, but I saw it. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, did you have a Ziploc bag of jewelry? Is that what you were talking about? Was there ever a Ziploc bag of jewelry? Probably, yeah. So, um, Time goes fast. I'm gonna do a couple oracle cards, um, and this is just gonna kind of touch base on maybe some of the things we've already talked about. Yeah. Give you some new messages. Intention. So your first card is be clear and decisive. Focus on what you really want, and be bold with your requests to the universe. Nothing is too big. Look at those tall wings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you that you have. Yeah. It's perfect. It's awesome. Love. Prepare for your life partner. Romance is returning. Believe you are lovable. And so you just need to start loving yourself. And that's what this is. You're beloved. This is so cool. Leadership. Step into your leadership. Share your message. Inspire and empower others. So go back into your power of leadership. Sanctuary. Take time out from the world. Spend more time alone. Meditate or go on a retreat. Take time out of this world. In the very beginning, I told you that this communication is out of, like, not of this world. And so this is important that you know that you're a medium and that you have to respect the energies in and around you by supplying the fact that you need to, to have the sanctuary space mm -hmm. of safety that you never had. 
growing up, the safety you never had as the adult. You've got to create the safety. You've got to create the safety, beautiful way of uh, receiving your intuition. That way you can trust your choices. Yeah. But you are a medium. Okay. So, so over time, you're going to course into understanding your intuition and signs and symbols will come to you. You'll learn things. You will have the feeling of wanting to talk to people where you don't understand the reason why you have to just say hi or that your nails look pretty or that your hair looks great or that I love that outfit. That is angel giving you, that's your angels giving you, I'm sorry, that's the people around you, their angels giving you words of encouragement to tell them. And so that's basic message. That's basic, 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 basic connection. When you feel the need to go up to someone and just say, I hope you have a great day. Not everybody is that way. 20% of people are only empathic. That's it. That, that leads us 80% of people who do not live like you. So respect your gifts, respect your energies, and respect your flow because you have a lot of people to touch and a lot of souls to touch. And you're just kind of res you're just kind of observing right now, kind of like what's going on. Because what if you're not intended to come back over to Oklahoma? What if you're intended to be where you are? It's just, it doesn't feel right now. It doesn't feel right right now because the person that took you there turned into your villain. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, listen, I moved to Oklahoma when I was 15. I never knew why I married my high school sweetheart, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden I go through this divorce and I have these kids and I'm a medium and I'm gay and it's like all these things and I'm in Oklahoma. So it's like, I want to run away. I don't want to be in Oklahoma. And I'm realizing though that I have to be because the reason is to pivot out of religion and to teach people that you don't need to be that way anymore. And we can do this formatting of loving and receiving yeah. and all that. And I have to be in the biggest Bible belt to do that. Yeah. Mine was also my childhood sweetheart. Isn't it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but at the same time, we have these beautiful kids and all these incredible lessons that we learned and I am so strong because of that. And so are you. You just have to channel it, tap into it more. Yeah. Yeah. This girl, you can do it. Thank you so much. <laughs> and if you ever just need anyone to text, just text me. Okay. Thank you. I think we're on Facebook. So <laughs> perfect. Well, just message me, text me, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but just to have just that open, you know opportunity of just if you need someone to text or if you just need a friend or whatever just text it you know or if you have like a spiritual like experience and you're like i just need to tell someone <laughs> yeah yeah it's me you can talk to me about all that um but anyway i hope you have a great day thank you so much for your time thank you thank you for your time i hope that you have a great day also you. i wish i could hug you <laughs> i know <laughs> i know i would i would hug you <laughs> Bye. Bye.